1: Live. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You're listening to Missionaries of Christ, Word of Faith Church. This is Bible Class Night. Good evening to everybody.
0: Good
1: evening. Good evening. Amen. Amen. Uh, before we get started, um, there was something that I forgot to mention on yesterday. Um, I've asked previous for 100 names, numbers, and what well, names and addresses from every member. Um, I need everybody to at least get me in 25 names and addresses on by this Sunday, by this Sunday. And we're going to try to do 25 a week. That way we could uh, go ahead and knock this out and do what the Lord wants us to do. Amen. 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 I need everybody's participation. Um, the hard work is on me. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, tonight, Pastor Lena is going to be teaching Bible class. So let us begin with a word of prayer. God our Father, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify your name. We pray now, God, that you would bless this class, bless our teacher on tonight. I pray God that you, this lesson, Father God, will be beneficial to our spirit man, Father God, that we might be able to be great witnesses for the kingdom. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Good evening, everyone. Good evening. As we um,
0: began to endeavor into our lesson for tonight, um, we'll be—I'll be teaching tonight out of uh, Bishop Ivy Hilliard's book, uh, Reimagining and tonight we're going to talk about our imagination. Um, A lot of times we don't even consider the fact or the idea that um, the the power that lives within us through our imagination. Um, A lot of times we can see it in children because children imagine, they dream, and they'll take chances on things that just pop into their head. Um, I think about my grandsons, and sometimes when they're here at the house, I'd be like, what are y'all doing? And you come in and you see them in action and you just wonder, like, who would think of doing something like that? Why would you do, you know, whatever you a kid may be doing? But a lot of times, I mean, it really comes from our, our imaginations. And one thing about children, they don't have a problem with dreaming and taking chances. But a lot of times when we become adults, we become fearful. And we have to remember as believers that God has not given us a spirit of fear but power, love, and a sound mind. And if we can think it, if we can imagine it, do you know how much we can really accomplish? So we're going to talk about our imagination and how um, the Lord and the word of God speak to us concerning our imagination. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of Joshua. And I'm going to begin reading at the first in the first chapter, verse number 7, Joshua. The first chapter and verse number 7. We're going to see how our imagination and our our thoughts can take us a lot of places that we uh, a lot of times don't go because of fear. Amen. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or the left. That thou mayest prosper, whithersoever thou goest, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for thou there shalt uh, make thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. have I not commanded thee, be strong. And of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whatsoever thou goest. And so just out of that verse of scripture, there are a couple of things that I want to, to pull out. And he says, um, he tells, tells, God tells Joshua to meditate. And we look at the word meditate. Meditate is just process of, or the practice of thinking or focusing on a particular object or a particular thing. Throughout the scriptures, we will find different places where the word of God tells us to meditate, to think, you know, and your imagination is your thought process in your mind. So a lot of times we, we fail to do these things because we don't necessarily think on the things that God would have us to think on. Um, we see a lot of times we are not successful as we possibly could be because we, the Bible also tells us that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So a lot of times we think failure. We think um, that we're not going to succeed. We, we we allow our minds to think thoughts that are not pure. But when we're meditating on the word of God, those kind of thoughts, the thoughts of what God's word then becomes a part of our imagination. It becomes a part of your dream. It becomes a part of you. And whatever goes inside of you will eventually come out of you. So if the word of God is a consistent thing, if you're meditating on it and it's inside of you, it will eventually come out. So your conversation will become pure, your thought process will become pure, and your actions will become pure towards the word of God. Amen? Amen. Be- um, Joshua was told do, um do these certain things and that if he does what, he, what the Word of God told him to do, that he would prosper and have good success. Now, I don't know about you, but most people are looking for good success and to be prosperous in some form. And when we think about prosperity, we're not always just considering the financial part of prosperity, but we're talking about even being prosperous in our health, being successful, being uh, 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 forward in whatever it is that you're doing. If you're cooking a meal, you want to cook a good meal, amen? If you uh, go to the store to buy an outfit or you want to put on a nice dress to go to a dinner or something, you want it to be good looking. You want it to be forward. So we have to um, understand that our thought process, um, God is, is concerned about how we think, okay? He's concerned about the things that concern us, amen? amen. Um, He tells Joshua to, as he meditate on his word that this word will help to make him prosperous and have good success we as the people of god we have a responsibility though to do something sometimes we we feel like when we pray we just want to pray and then just let things fall out of the sky on top of us like you know we just pray and then we just wait well i'm a believer so it's just gonna happen i'm gonna be healthy i'm gonna be wealthy i'm gonna be wise because i'm a believer but in everything it takes something it takes some action on our part. It takes something for us to do to help bring it to pass and have the true success that God has designed for us as his people. Um, It doesn't just automatically just fall on you. It doesn't just automatically come out of the sky. But It is there for us, but we have to move towards it. We have to do something to get there. Um, God is not looking for us to do nothing uh, spectacular. He don't want to see you do no tricks, but he just wants you to be Uh, 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 in accordance to his word. And here, for success, one of the things he tells us to do is to just meditate on his word. If we look at Psalms, the first chapter, verses 1 through 3, another passage of scripture where, again, the word of God is telling us to meditate, to think about, to dream about, to allow this to become a part of your inner man. And Psalms, uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seed of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law do he meditate, there's that word again, day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper." So once again, and this is Old Testament scripture, where God is once again letting us know that he is concerned about our prosperity. But in order to inherit or get to uh, uh, to enjoy the prosperity that he has planned and prepared for us, he says that we have to meditate day and night. Mm-hmm. So God is calling for us to do something. If you do this, I don't have a problem with you receiving. Because the thing about it is when we meditate on God's word, our thought process changes. Our heart is going to be changed. We're going to then begin to think more like Christ, and our heart is going to love more like Christ. We're going to begin to have more compassion for not uh, for ourselves and for others. We're going to come out of those states of being judgmental. We're going to come out of those states of being critical, we're going to come out of those states where we're going to begin to see things as God sees those things, amen? amen. We won't be uh, just be surface people where we see we watch the news or we see what's happening in the in our communities and we take it as that. We begin to see things from our spiritual. We begin to see the greater of whatever is being done, amen? We come out of negativity and move toward being more positive and more progressive, amen? Amen. Any thoughts before I go on? amen amen um when we think about um uh, being progressive we think about being successful we think about meditating and imagining um uh, the things that we imagine uh one thing we're going to come to find out as we study these scriptures that meditation and success work hand in hand amen they go together you think about it when you when you're in school and you're, you're trying to pass a class or you, you go, you're you going from grade to grade, one of the things that you have to do in order to be successful is you have to study. A part of studying is you're meditating on the information that the teacher has given you so that you can be successful at test time, amen, so you can bring it back up. So now we do that in every area of our lives. We do it, you know, in all type of academic studies. We study and we focus on it, except for when it comes to the Word of God. Sometimes we come to the word of God and we just feel like, I always just feel like that we just think it's a fairy tale and it's just a Cinderella movie or a Cinderella story. and We're just going to go off in never, never land and live forever. But without any, without any uh, work of our own, without us putting anything in. But being a believer is just like going to the bank. If you don't put anything in the bank, there's nothing you can really get out of the bank. One thing about it is God's grace and mercy is so great that he'll give us some rain even if we don't put nothing in. But just imagine what happens when we put something in the bank. Amen? That rain is greater than we could ever imagine. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, when we look at the word meditate, um, throughout the scriptures, the word "meditate" is often translated as "imagine" or "imagination." When we look at other places in the scripture, we can look at Genesis six and five, um, where it says, "And God saw that the, saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of thought of his heart was only evil continually." Again, the word uh, "imagination," um, the word "imagination." meditation and imagination kind of being translated in, into intertwined with each other. Again, it's just a process of thinking what's in your mind. If we look at Genesis 11 and 6, it says, And God said, Behold, the people is one, and they um, have all one language. And this they began to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them With they have imagined to do. So here is where they were working on the Tower of Babel, and what happened was they had an idea that they wanted to go up to heaven. And so they want to build this tower. And everybody got on the bandwagon, so they had a vision of a tower to be built to go to heaven. And all the people got on one accord, and them getting on one accord, what happened? So even God himself said there's nothing that they can imagine that they cannot do. So that just goes to show you that how God is very aware of the ability to imagine or to dream that he has given up. He's very aware that if we put our mind to it, the level of success that we could accomplish. Amen? And they were trying to, build, they were trying to do something that was, you know, not uh, what God would have them to do. But God understood But that about that one accordness, that one-mindedness. If they imagine it, they could accomplish it. Amen. Amen. So just imagine if we just begin to uh, imagine the different calls that God has on our lives, the different abilities that he has for us to walk in ministry, to be successful, Um, even as we just imagine what God has for the the vision for Missionaries for Christ, to be a hub or a port where other churches, a distribution center where other churches receive goods to service their communities. Could you imagine that? Could you think that? Could you see that happening? If you can begin to see it happening, do you know that it can come to pass? Amen. 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 Um, let's take another look over, and we're still talking about imagining. Um, First Chronicles, the 29th chapter, we're going to look at verse number 18, First Chronicles. The twenty ninth chapter and verse number eighteen. First Chronicles twenty nine, eighteen. All right. Could you read somebody? Can someone read that for me, please? First chronicles. First chronicles. 29 18 oh lord the god of abraham isaac and israel our fathers keep forever such oh proposed and thoughts in the hearts of your people and direct their hearts towards you okay so again here um the god of abraham isaac and jacob our fathers keep for us forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of people and prepare their hearts unto thee. So again, God is concerned with the message. He understands what he's not. He's not. He's not, um, he's not a person who has has um, allowed man to be created and don't know what it is that he has. Okay, like we as believers, sometimes we um, we don't realize the diamond or. The, the level of richness that we have because we are believers. Um, I hear a lot of people walking around talking about their kings and their queens in the earth, and um, they're not necessarily followers of Christ, but this is what they're calling themselves. Oh, I'm king, and I'm, this is prince, and this is, you know, queens and kings and the earth. Okay, I can go along with that. But as believers, we are a part of the royal family, for real, not for play. We're for real. Um, Just like over in England, you know, you got Prince Harry and them. They are part of the royal family for real. And being a part of the royal family for real, we have a royal inheritance that we can tap into that other people who are not a part of the royal family cannot. So sometimes we don't even realize what we have. But when God created man, he realized what he was creating. He realized he wasn't creating no junk. He wasn't making nothing secondhand. He wasn't making no Aldi products. He wasn't making nothing that was made out of a, 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 a whole bunch of garbage. He took the time and created man. Amen? And not only did he create us, he breathed into us his spirit. And because he gave us a part of him, he know what we are. He know our skills and our ability. Now, we don't necessarily know or utilize, or tap into the greatness that God has created us to be. But it's there. It's not because he didn't give it to us. Amen? So we got to learn how to tap into what God has given us. He understands the ability of our imagination that he has given us. We don't understand it, but he understands. If you just begin to utilize it and you begin to meditate on his word, you will have prosperity and success. Amen? a lot of times people are chasing after prosperity and success through things of this world, you know they're chasing money, they're getting rich quick schemes and all kind of stuff and and tricking folks and whatever it takes to get there and God said, if you just meditate on my word, my word will take you there amen 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 Jeremiah nine and fourteen says, "But i have but have I walked after the imagination?" of their own heart, and after Baal, which their fathers have taught them. Um, Continuing on, just talking about the imagination and the ability to be successful when you imagine or when you dream. The Lord is here instructing Joshua to use his imagination as a faculty for success. I want to encourage us on today to use our imagination as a tool for success. If the Lord allowed you to dream it, to imagine it, you can accomplish it, no matter what it is. I would imagine that, and this is just me speaking, that Barack Obama as a kid probably had a dream at some point of becoming the president of the world. As a kid, I can remember up saying, I want them to be the president. I want them to be the mayor. One day them would be this, that, or the other. But the dream was realized in his life. It came to pass. So, I mean, anything is possible. Amen? Amen. Anything and I, is possible. As we, as we look at the book of Psalms, David instructs us in the book of Psalms to use our imagination in achieving prosperity. Um. We understand that as human beings, that when God created us, he made us in a tripart part makeup. So that means that we are three parts. We are body, soul, and spirit. So we understand what the body is. That's our physical makeup. That's who we are. We understand what the spirit is. Our body is not who we are. Our
1: spirit is really who we are. Okay.
0: Our body is our physical. Your arms, your legs, your ears, your eyes, your mouth, your head. Physical. Amen? Our spirit is what the Lord gave us when he breathed into the nostrils of man. He gave us his spirit. But our soul is the part that um, I really want to focus on. And our soul is com of five different parts. When we look at our soul, our soul is our mind, our will, our imagination, our emotions, and our intellect. And I need you to write that down if you take a notes. Our soul is five parts because we don't realize what, what our true makeup is as human beings. Our soul is made up of five parts, our mind, our will, our imagination, our emotions, and our intellect. It takes those five things to create, to make up our soul. Um, when we look at Scripture, Third John 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prosper. So when you talk about that soul prosper, you're talking about that mind, your will, your imagination, your emotions, and your intellect. Amen? Amen. 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 Any thoughts before we move on? Am I going too fast? Hello. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm. A, they tell me I'm going too fast, so I'm gonna try to slow down. But y'all know I get excited. excited. <laughs> amen amen as we look at the scriptures from old testament to new testament the subject of our imagination continues to surface Um, it appeared that the imagination was a very powerful faculty of divine engineering in man to aid him in fulfilling the creative mandate of Genesis 1 and 28 being fruitful multiplying replenishing and subduing and dominating the earth. So when we look at Genesis 1 and 28, that's what the scripture is talking about, where God is telling man to be fruitful and to multiply. And it took our imagination. So now you think about man on earth and giving this commandment to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, to subdue, and to dominate the earth. Now there's nothing there but him, wife. Well, no, the wife wasn't there yet. Wasn't there nothing there but him. Was the wife there? Okay, him and his wife and animals. Okay, no houses yet, no, you know what I'm saying, all this stuff that we have to look at. And God gave him this commandment. So now when God uh, gave him this, this, this commandment to do this, that meant that in order for the earth to go from what it was then to what it is now, what did man have to use? it's oh, man. it's imagination okay when people when adventures are created, guess where they come from Somebody <laughs> thinks of it, you know it comes up in your mind, your imagination it it comes it's like you know you you dream it it come up, so God is concerned with that area of us um, and he he wants that area to be um prosperous. He wants to be good for us. And you look at the people of the world who are not necessarily believers or followers of Christ. They use theirs to do everything that they want to do. You know, somebody created uh, what? Everything that's created, somebody created it some kind of way. They had an imagination. They imagine. I imagine, you see, how could this work if I b- take this piece of wood stick it in my shoe and let it be in my shoe for a few days and see if it will make my shoe stretch. And they tried it, and guess what? Now we got shoe stretches that you pay for. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like it's everything. Um, Well, instead of using towels all the time to dry your hands in the bathroom, let's make something that's tougher than tissue but uh, not too tough where you can dry your hands on and you can dispose of it. So somebody created paper towel. Somebody created everything. It was in somebody's imagination. So if it was in somebody's imagination for all these all these inventions has been invented, God has put some things in our imaginations too. Amen. To yes, um so as we talked about you talked about the soul, um and it being the five parts, um often the reason I think people connect prosperity with financial things, if your soul is prosperous with the mind, intellect, will, imagination, it will make provision for prosperity to come financially. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of times we only hear prosperity as related financially, but it's directly connected because just like she spoke of the previous inventors and inventions, when those people took those ideas and made, you know, things come from those things, making our lives easier, whether it's disposable, um, tissues or diapers or whatever the case may be, they were able to be prosperous financially because of the idea. So we focus on our souls being prosperous. Um, the financial piece will would, would fall in line with it. Amen.
1: That goes with, that goes with meditating on the word day and night. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added.
0: Amen. 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 Any more supporters? Amen. Amen. Thank uh, Pastor and Minister Jessica for sharing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And, so, and they're absolutely right, you know. And so, but the thing about it is, it, it seems for some reason, it seems like the body of Christ is, is, is kind of in the dark or in the dark ages, or maybe it's fear that we won't uh, necessarily tap into that next level, or even it may even be misunderstanding. Where we don't even understand the idea that uh, what the Lord, what the Word of God is talking about—that you be prosperous even as your soul prospers. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's, it's misunderstanding, like we don't really know what the Word of God is saying to us. But I come this evening that missionaries to Christ will not be ignorant. We will understand what the Word of God is saying to us. And that we will live healthy and prosperous lives. Amen? Mm -hmm.
1: From our mind,
0: from our intellect, our will, imagination, emotion. Amen? Amen. Amen. I don't know, but I ain't hear no good amens on that. I'm a little
1: nervous. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen uh the imagination again is the faculty in man that allows the formation of mental images so when you imagine it's a mental image of something that has not that is not perceived as real and is not present to the senses it is uh, also the futuristic thinking and forecasting that affects the ability to achieve in life god engineered man for success Amen. He engineered man for success. Because you remember if you go back to the beginning, Adam had everything right there at his fingertips. He had to worry about nothing. Like literally, he has to worry about NYCOR, Calm Ed, he has to worry about no credit card bills, none of that stuff. He didn't have to go to the grocery store and buy food. Everything was right there at his fingertips. So think about it. If he created... Place the first man in a place of prosperity like that. Now you think about this: if you didn't have to buy groceries, you didn't have to pay no light bill, you didn't have to pay no rent or no mortgage, you did have to pay no car note, you could just have your money. Man, we be some super ballers, huh? What you think? Hey because man. I mean, those are the things that that sometimes we end up working for in order to be comfortable in life. So if God was that, if God loved man so much that even in the beginning He started man in prosperity, He started man out in prosperity. Why wouldn't He want us to be prosperous now? Mm-hmm. The loving and kind and merciful God that we serve, mm-hmm. who reigns on the field of the just as well as the unjust. Mm-hmm. Why would He want His children to be prosperous now and be in good health? Amen. Because yeah. that's the word. That's the word. Um any thoughts before we before I move on? Mm-mm. God has given us the ability to imagine for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't allow your imagination to sit on the shelf and think, Oh, okay, somebody else could do it. I was reading in my um devotional this morning, um, and it was just it was so simple as how we sit back sometimes and we watch others do things. And we we, we develop a, a sense of jealousy or envy in our hearts because it's something that some things that we would want to do, but we don't have the courage. We're so shy. We're so fearful. We won't do it. So we sit at back and we judge what others are doing. Um, I often I'm reminded of what uh, I've heard pastors say in times before. A lot of times when older people uh, are are angry are fussing at younger people about some of the silly things that they're doing. It sometimes is because it's because they can't do it no more. Amen? Mm-hmm.
1: And,
0: uh, um, so it's important for us to utilize the imagination that God has given us. It's important for us to realize that God's desire for us is to be prosperous. Amen. Amen. When we begin to uh, come to those realizations, we understand that um, our soul is like our life navigational system, okay? The imagination is inputting data into our life navigational system, which activates the mechanisms and, uh, and recognizes those which aid us in, in things that we want, that we imagine. So we, when we put things into our, our life navigational system, we're now empowered to do greater things. So we put the word of God into us. When we meditate on that word, when we eat that word, when we digest that word, when we listen to that word, it's building us up. It's building our lives up so that we can navigate as believers. I've heard people say time and time again, oh, and you're supposed to be a preacher and you go to church, and you act like that? Well, sometimes we, we behave in manners that are not like Christ because our navigational systems are off because we're not meditating enough on the word, so it's not inside of us. So what's coming out of us is the same thing that comes out of the world. And so when, the, when our behaviors and, and what's coming out of us is the same as the world, the world don't understand because y'all supposed to be the special people. Y'all supposed to be the real kings and queens of the earth, and y'all acting like us. Could you, just, like we, just like we look at our, 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 our fearful leader of the United States of America. We look at him and see the behaviors that he is carrying on, and we're like, you're supposed to be the president. And you on Twitter arguing with kids, and you on on the TV making criticism and jokes about people with disabilities, and you're supposed to be the president. You can't imagine that a person in that office would behave in that manner. Well, that's the same way the world looks at us. They can't imagine that believers are behaving the same way they
1: are.
0: And we're behaving a lot of times like that because our – Our navigational systems are off because we are not necessarily eating and digesting enough of the word so that that's what's coming out. So when we speak, we're speaking of faith. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that no matter how much word you eat, you ain't going to be perfect. None of us are. Amen. But even when we mess up, we don't have a problem making it right. Amen. Even if it means that you have to go to somebody and, as the old folks say, eat crow because you have messed up. You know what, man, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. It was not my intent to, to come off this way or I wouldn't intend to harm you or, or cause you to feel ill. You know, as a matter of fact, I had to make an apology this, this afternoon at the end of workday. Um, one of the teachers that came into my class, and because my class periods are so short, I couldn't what she was talking about wasn't important enough for me to stop teaching my group to hear what she was talking about so I kind of ignored her and I went on and did what I had to do with my students because I needed to to nurture them at that time and when I was done at the end of the day I went to and I apologized I said you know what I'm sorry I said I uh, I pray that my uh, behavior was not offensive to you I wasn't trying to ignore you however because my time is so short, I have to deal with what I have to do, you know. And she's like, oh, no. She said, I was okay with talking to your assistant. Okay, fine. But I just, I had to let her know that I didn't mean to offend her. But what I was able to go to her and do that because some of the word of God that's inside of me gave me the courage to be able to do it and to think that that was the right thing to do
1: and do it. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So it's, it's, it's a process. Tough. So we eat it, and it eventually comes out of us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen at
0: some point in your life it's a growing process it doesn't happen overnight that's true you don't go from an infant to an adult overnight amen (laughs) um since your life navigational system is at work all the time Um, attempting to bring to pass those things that you imagine at your conscious and subconscious level, it is among the most powerful faculties we possess. Our ability to plan and to accomplish what has been planned is a product of the mechanisms in an internal life navigation system, Uh, and it works in harmony. So, I mean, our system is constantly at work. It doesn't stop working. So like just like we we're, we're constantly believers like every day of our life seven days a week twenty four hours a day you know three hundred and sixty five sixty six days a year we're always believers uh, our life navigational system is always at work so if it's always at work I look at it like I look at our body if I go without eating too many days my body has becomes weakened and becomes malnourished and I begin to have problems and you know I can't do all that I would like to do or normally could do. But if I feed my body, and not only feed my body, I need to feed my body some healthy snacks as well as some of those bad snacks, less bad snacks, more healthy snacks, so that my body could be healthier. Amen? So with my life navigational system, it's important for me to feed it, feed it, feed it. it. So what are you going to eat? Well, I'm going to eat the conversation that the girls are talking about in the lunchroom where they're talking about each other and the kids and the principal. No, that's bad food. I'm not going to eat that. If I go in the lunchroom and they have a bad conversation, I will warm up my food and I keep stepping, because I don't want to eat it. Even if I'm sitting in there and they're having the conversation, whether I'm a part of it or not, if I hear it, it's still getting inside of me. It's getting into my spirit man. It's getting into my thought process. So Mm -hmm. my mind is being invaded by stuff that is not like Christ. So we have to be careful what it is that we watch on TV. We got to be careful what it is we listen to because that stuff gets inside your spirit, man. It gets inside your mind, and it begins to dictate to you how to behave. Uh, We were just having a conversation a few days ago about children watching wrestling, and we were reminded of some years ago when um, a little boy um, did a wrestling move on a little girl, and this was like in the 90s and he ended up killing her, and he was tried as an adult for murder. And the, the the polar baby, he was like 10 years old, but he was a bigger kid than the little girl, and he was so sad because he like, I I just was, you know, doing a wrestling move that they've watched on TV.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then, you know, we let our kids watch that stuff and be a part of that stuff, that stuff getting their spirit, and now they're at home wrestling with each other, and somebody gets hurt. And ultimately this kid's life is mess he's messed up for the rest of his life because he's going to jail as an adult for murder. Mm. At ten. Well, it's the same way with us. When we allow stuff to get into our spirit, man, that stuff becomes a part of us. And you know, so we have to be mindful that we uh not thinking that we're better more highly or better than anybody else or anything else, but we have to we have to protect our spirit. We have to protect our imagination so that we don't imagine things that are not like Christ. Our imagination, our mind, our spirit is just like a little baby. And just like you protect your little baby, if you bring your baby into a room and there's people coughing and snotting and spreading germs, you cover your baby up and take them away because you don't want your baby to catch nobody else's cold, you got to do your spirit man the same way. If you're in a place where the, the, the conversation and the atmosphere is negative and it's bad and it's stuff that is not like Christ, you got to pack your spirit up and move away from there so that you don't become contaminated by the stuff that you're being in, uh, in the environment of. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. And someone could find 2 Corinthians for me, the 10th chapter. We're going to read verse number 5. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Okay. Just what I just said. We've got to make our thoughts obedient to God. Here, Apostle Paul is given specific. So, again, we're not saying nothing that's not in the Word. Okay, Apostle Paul has given specific instructions to the believers to manage your imagination and your thought life because these are these are what feed into your life navigational system. Okay, we have to manage them. We have to be uh, uh, careful that we don't allow things to just get in us, you know. And it's, it's easy because it's so easy to sit around and become a part of the gospel crew. You don't, you just don't realize how easy it is, and it's not that you intend to. But it's so easy because you keep on playing in your ear, keep on playing in your ear. And after a while, you got a comment that you want to throw in, or you got a joke you want to throw in. And now you become a part of the gossip crew. And now you become a part of that negative crew saying things that are not like Christ. And so Apostle Paul says be careful. Don't allow yourself to get in those predicaments where you are uh, 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 subject to or contaminated by those things that are in your environment. Uh, The Bible tells us to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. So we have to, we can't become like the world. We got to be different, we got to stand out. The Bible also tells us that we are the salt of the earth. And if the salt loses its flavor, it's good for nothing. i reminded again of, of, the, of the morning we had breakfast, and Jessica reminded us of some bacon that we had gotten that didn't have salt on it. It was unsalted bacon. Oh, that was the worst bacon I ever tasted in my life. So without salt, it has no flavor. Almost everything you eat needs a little pinch of salt for flavor. Amen? And so as believers, we, we need to bring flavor to the earth. We need to bring flavor even to the things that are invented and created. Our imaginations are great. We need to be able to bring flavor to those things. And we bring it out, then I, we're going to prosper in the natural as well. Amen? Amen. 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 Mm. Okay. Psalms 1 and 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law does he meditate day and night. Back to that meditating thing. So did you see the words imagination and meditating, those things just kind of keep intertwining in different parts of the scripture because they all are kind of flowing toward the same uh, idea, the same perspective, is that you want to keep your mind focused on the word of God. Now, am I telling you to sit up all day and just read your Bible from sun up to sundown? That's impossible. We can't do that. 'Cause we have other things, other obligations. If nothing else, you gotta go to the bathroom sometimes so you can't just sit there and read your Bible and not take care of that. <laughs> You're gonna have a problem. <laughs> read your Bible in the
1: bathroom.
0: Yes, you can read your Bible in the bathroom. Uh there are people that I know that do that often, however <laughs> you just cannot sit all day and, and not and I don't believe God would want us to do it like that. But I mean if you get up in the morning and you pray and you you have a, a verse of scripture that you're thinking about, I mean that you can uh that you recite or whatever, you just kinda meditate on it. You think about it all day. Let it kinda play out in your mind, you know. Let it be your mantra for the day. Um, cast your cares upon him because he cares for me. You know, you let it be your thought. And as you allow it to be your thought, I mean what I what I do is at work I take it and I write it down and put it on my desk so I can see it. So I you know, it constantly be reminded of what the scripture is saying to me, uh, you know, so that I can, can kind of meditate a little bit more than I normally would, you know. And I'm good. I'll stick a sticky note anywhere. I have a scripture posted <laughs> anywhere, in the car, wherever, you know. But you have to do what works for you, so you have to create something for you to help yourself be able to meditate more on God's word. Amen. 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 Okay. Um, Joshua 1 and 8, if someone could get Joshua 1 and 8. I cannot stress enough the importance of managing your imagination. Um, so that you don't, um, that you're not call up with things and undesirable. And just think about it. When you are, when you don't manage your imagination and uh, you you allow your allow yourself to be in company of stuff that is not necessarily good, I bet you all of us could think back to at least one time, probably more than one time, where you found yourself in a bad position because you allowed something to control you. You allowed your imagination to go into an area, or you allow your Man to be contaminated by the environment, amen. Um, i reminded of uh, another time I have a, a relative that is uh, a, a habitual cusser. <laughs> I mean, just curse, 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 curse. Everything come out of their mouth is a curse word. And I was riding, uh, as a matter of fact, we were riding back from Northern Illinois University where I went to see my daughter. And as we were riding in the car, we were just talking and just talking. Everything was all good. And everything that came out of her mouth, she was consistently using profanity. And I found myself after a while. I'm sitting there and I'm talking and I'm just using. I'm just like, why am I talking like her? Because the environment had contaminated my spirit man, and I gonna start acting just like or saying, you know. <laughs> and so, it's like that made my witness as a believer become weakened uh-huh. because instead of me transforming, I come conform. I became exactly what the environment was. So I'm sure all of us can think of a time where we've allowed ourselves to be uh, caught off guard and get caught up in what was going on at that particular time that was not necessarily progressive. But, again, it challenges your navigation system. It kind of puts it at a halt or puts it at a standstill because, you you know, you have a challenge moving forward when you're not uh, um, um, being progressive in the Word of God. All right. Joshua one eight. This book of law shall not be from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Okay. Once again, meditate. That's what you do. And at the end, your meditation is going to bring about prosperity and good success. This is God's word. This is not Pastor Common's word. This is what God's word is saying to us. This is what he, where he wants us to be. This is what he wants for us, for us to be prosperous and have good success. The Lord, be, um, I don't want to say that part. Um, throughout the scriptures, when people saw themselves contrary, contrary to how God wanted them to see them, to see him, um, he went to work to get them in order. To change their thoughts, to change their behavior, to change their outcomes, so that they can have better lives, um, God is really concerned with us as believers he's i mean and i can't stress that enough um to us on tonight um after reading these scriptures, even for myself, it's like, Lord, Lena. God cares. I mean, he cares about you being successful. He is interested. Even as I was driving home on this afternoon, um, I began to think about um, I'm on my way back to school, and I got four months that I got to get my testing done and my registration. And they sent me an email, and they told me it was four months away. And uh, I'm just driving, and I'm thinking, like, I need to be preparing. I need to be meditating on the academic stuff. So that I could pass the test, you know, and and get into this school, so I can get what I need to get, so I can move forward, you know. And it's like, man, this is this is serious. And I'm like, I'm holding me up. I'm holding me up. Anybody else holding me up? I'm holding me up because I'm using all type of lame excuses to not do what I need to do. And some of those excuses could be uh, riveted riveted behind fear. Fear could be the factor that's pushing those excuses. But whatever it is. I know it ain't God, because when I read the word, he told me to be meditate and be prosperous and have good success. So I know it's not God. You know, sometimes when we take the time and just evaluate our own self and our own situations, we'll come to realize that what we're doing, what we're following is not God's way. We're just following a way. Amen? Uh, I don't even want yeah. to necessarily say that it's the enemy's way, but it's a way, but it's not a God way. It don't line up with what his word says to us. And so as believers, we got to work on making sure that we strive to to follow a way that lines up with God's word. So I made a decision. I got excited, and I'm ready to run. I'm going to take my test, and I'm going to pass it. Why? Because I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do what I have to do, and I'm going to have good success. Amen? Amen. According to the word of God. And God's word has never failed, and it's true. Amen. 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 Then, yeah. um, what did I leave off here? In that scripture, mm-hmm.
1: it says, "Then after you after you meditate, then you make your way prosperous."
0: I forgot about that part. You're right. Uh, did y'all hear what Pastor just said?
1: Uh, yes.
0: So it ain't even up to him. I mean, after he he gives you the, the 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 wisdom through meditation, he allows your imagination to be uh successful and flourish, then he goes on to say that you make your own way. God doggy, Lena, you've been sitting around and not making your own way. Not just Lena. All of us. Amen. God has given us all something. Uh nurse Davonda. God has given us all something. Uh owner a business company owner Sister Anne. Owning your own business. God has given us all something. And what are we doing? We're,
1: We're not making
0: our own way. Amen. 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 Any other thoughts? We got a couple. Amen. Any Any thoughts or ideas before I move on? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, baby. Who else online? Is it Kalita there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kalita. God said you make your own way process, girl. A pilot. what you she say? Air Force pilot. Yeah. And it's never too late. It's Amen. never too late. If God gave it to you, he gave you that imagination to... Do that. You can accomplish it. No matter what obstacles may come up in your life, there's nothing that is impossible unto you. One, because you are a believer. Two, because you are part of the royal family. And three, because the word of God has already given it to us. Amen? Amen. But it's up to us to make our way. It's up to us. God's not going to make the way for us. It's up to us to make the way. Amen. 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 What's the... Which one? One the... Amen. Well, we're going to. Um... Oh man, yeah. Amen. Going back to the movie of uh, the little boy, the movie that we just saw last week, of uh, the boy with the crazy man, crazy daddy who beat him up. And he still was good. He came out on top. I can only imagine. Y'all remember? Yes. (laughs) Y'all make me feel special. (laughs) No, you're right.
1: I didn't think about
0: that. That is true. Uh,
1: Yeah. All all the
0: boots he went through, he was so successful. He ended up being very successful because he kept his faith yeah exactly. you know and it was it was as simple as his mom dropping him off at that camp that summer where the Word of God was able to be deposited into his spirit, mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: and so sometimes we don't even think about the little things that happen in our lives and the purpose behind them, yeah. You know, Um, and and some of them, we look at some of the things that happen in our lives, we look at them as mistakes or just something Mm -hmm. bad. But Mm -hmm. everything has a purpose. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, the purpose of him growing up in a household with a father that was abusive, the purpose of his mother leaving the abusive situation, the purpose of her dropping him off at that camp. Mm -hmm. And, And in the end he was able to see God transform the heart of his daddy, which ultimately helped him to be transformed himself. So don't take even the negative things that we look at from our human point of view as negative, as bad. Um, I was a teen mom. When we don't take those things as, uh, uh, don't take those what the world considers as negative, there's a positive behind it. Ask God, what is it you want me to learn? And understand that nothing is a hindrance from you accomplishing the dreams and the plans that you have, that God has allowed you to uh, uh, come up with for your life. Amen?
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Well, I'm going to – any other thoughts or ideas? Amen. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to stop right here, and we're going to pick up on next week continuing talking about – um, our imagination and uh, being able to dream and imagine, and I hope that you all are enjoying the lesson. Um, again, this is out of Bishop Hilliard's um, "I Could Reimagining" uh, book that he uh, put together. It's a very good book, and we're talking about understanding the power of our imagination. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, everybody. That concludes Bible class for tonight. Don't forget, um, Saturday, I need us to be at the park about 10.30. By 10.30, so we could set up so we could get his food away. Um, I'll be passing out flyers on tomorrow so the people know what's going on in the neighborhood. And I also need at least 25 names and addresses from everybody. Um thank God I've I've sent out about 150 already. Amen. And that was just between me and Pastor Lena. So, I'm looking I'm looking for everybody else to do their part.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Um the vision have been written. It's up to y'all to run with. Amen. Amen. All right. Everybody have a good night. God, we thank you for this lesson. We thank you, God, for our teacher. We pray now, God, that you would, Father God, just bless our imagination, bless, Father God, our goals, bless, Father God, our destination. Father God, I pray now, God, that you would uh, put a fire in us, Father God, that will be lit, that men will be able to see, Father God, and glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, good night, everybody. Good night.